I'm Kerry Fink, and what a pleasure it is to welcome you to Kingdom Living with Glenn Reppel. How are you today, Glenn? A fantastic. It's a glorious day. Thank you. This just gets more exciting episode by episode because it, it is really taking us into a deeper revelation of all that God has for us. And it's exciting on the one hand to see the number of people who are um, uh, accessing these messages week by week as the audience grows globally. But the most important thing that we were talking about is that what is this about? This is for you, viewer, because the message about kingdom living is such an important way. It's almost, Glenn, I would call it a divine mind shift because it helps you understand how God created us to be. And it moves us past everything we've established that you created in this book where you laid out what fraud is. And we're talking about what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy and everything that went down, because everything we talk about uh, seems to come, uh, the things we challenge, uh, see as challenges day in, day out, is really coming from the lies and the fraud that was perpetrated by the enemy. And once you kind of are able to cut through that fog and move yourself to the green line living and understand that Jesus came and his sacrifice was to redeem us and put us in right standing. And that's why today's message is going to be incredible. And Glenn, you know, we've talked about this several times. You know, I think one of the things that makes this time together so powerful, as you said it before, we are just talking scripture, right? Yes, uh, so right. often, uh, you know, it, it's like man's opinion or things like that. That's all that red line living, but everything that we're trying to work our way through is scripture-based, and that's exciting. So I want to encourage you, if you're new to this series, all of these episodes, they're archived. You get them at therepelminute.com. The entire podcast series of Kingdom Living, the entire fraud series is available for you. Uh, the Daily Repel Minute, Monday through Friday, encouragement is there for you. And, and it's just resources that help you establish yourself, reach your purpose, and go for kingdom living. And Glenn, I am so excited. Let's just Let's dive into this. Well, and Kerry, it, it is to God be the glory to think that here we are and, and the message is, is it's just showing the hunger that people have for the word of God. To God be the glory. Amen. And the truth is the truth. And so we're, we're going to be uh, going through today, uh, which is really uh, day 39 in the book, which is declared righteous. And, and it's just so important that, that what we look at here, and, and just, just to reiterate and go back through this, because we, we need to understand uh, this question here, which, which is greater, or what is greater and more powerful, what you see or what you don't see. And we need to grasp that, is that what is unseen, the unseen created the seen. And the unseen, the spirit world is greater than the seen world. And if, in, this, in the unseen spirit world created the natural world that we see. And so God is spirit and we worship him in spirit 
and in truth. And the word truth is reality. And what we've done is we've come to accept that reality is what we see with these natural eyes, but it's when we see with the spiritual eyes because God is spirit. So that's so hard. So we're going to be talking about mental ascent here also, which is really important, and then revelation. So what we're going to do today is put the fraud fire extinguisher. And again, this has been a part of the book and just part of our whole life is finding out what lies or what fraud has been committed against us. We want to get rid of that fraud. We want to get rid of that lie. And one of the lies that we live with, one of the fraud fire extinguisher, we want to put that fraud fire extinguisher on the sin consciousness. And what happens is we're going to be bringing today the revelation of our dec your declaration. We've been declared righteous, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the lie is that the, the, the liar, the enemy, it, he comes out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants to have that conscious that we're sin conscious. And so, so here's a part of the question too. Do you, and, and again, this is part of the thinking, part of the lie that is established is, is do you become righteous in this present life or when you die? Now, let's think about that. When do you become righteous? When I get to heaven? And again, for people that are saved, we there is a thinking that when I get to heaven, that's when I become righteous. So when do you become righteous? In this present life or when you die? It's now, it's now. We won't put that fraud fire extinguisher when it's later. No, it's now in this present life, you've been made righteous. And he declared us righteous. So let's go back through the teaching that we do, uh, which is the, the green line, red line living, and, and just knowing these three greatest historical events. What are the three greatest historical events ever. And, and this is just such a great question uh, because because we're out there living uh, with such deceit and, and the fraud is just being in the air right now of sickness and death. Uh, it's just all around us. So what are the three greatest historical events? Well, what we look at is this green line and the green line is God's intended purpose for man, which is to live as uh, spirit beings, and, and the first greatest historical event is creation. Is God, how did he do it? Now, this, this is a, a good question, too. What's the most powerful thing that we possess as, as men, as human beings? What is the most powerful thing that we have? Now, there's several, but, but, but and again, they all kind of fit together. But it's really our words, because God spoke creation into existence. And so our words can be life or they can be death. So we're going to be talking about the green line. So God spoke into existence everything except mankind. He formed mankind into his image and likeness. We're made into his image and likeness. So the first and greatest thing we have to understand is creation is spoken into existence. And then the second thing that happened, because what happens when, when Adam and Eve uh, was, was formed and created and made, 
uh, made in God's image and likeness as spirit beings, uh, they disobeyed and they 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 were treasonous and they they had uh, they the Declaration of Independence. They they wanted independence away from God and they were disobedient, so they rebelled. And so what happened is we have the rebellion. But then the question comes to that I like to ask is when did sickness, disease, and death begin? Because what we're seeing right now in in the current world right now is sickness. We're spending, we know more about sickness and disease than we do about our Father God and creation and, and, and even understanding the fall. What happened? What happened in the fall? And that, and when did sickness and disease happen? Death, God did not design us to die. He did not. So the question here, did Adam and Eve have sickness and disease before they disobeyed, did they? No, no, it happened when they rebelled and they lost, which we're gonna be talking about, but they lost their spirit. They lost eternity that they're designed to live in eternally, never to die. And because they lost the spirit life, they got the physical death also. And so what happened, sickness and disease came in at the disobedience of our, 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 our forefathers. It came through our family life. So we're born into the kingdom of darkness and, 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 and we're born as selfish individuals. That's man's nature. And the symptoms that come with that is the guilt and the shame and the pain, the condemnation, inferiority complex, the orphan spirit we had some good teaching on, uh, our fatherless looking for our daddy, uh, and, and rejection, injustice. This is the nature of man, and we ha and we we have Satan, the evil one, that that is our master. That that's who we're following, and so that is the red line living, and we live with this judgment that's all on us, and so so fear is just rampant with with this level of red line living, but God in His mercy knew what was going to happen, and he threw Jesus Christ, the third greatest event in history. We have creation, we have the fall, and we have redemption through the blood of Jesus and God's love. God loved us so much that he would send Jesus Christ as his sacrifice to die on the cross, take all, all humanity's sin and go down in, into and to defeat to defeat Satan the devil so he could bring redemption to all mankind and what we are now is we're new creations we've been recreated and the kingdom of God is established here on earth we lost it we lost it at the fall and he now through mankind has reestablished his kingdom of heaven here on earth through us, his people, that was his purpose. And he's left us with the Holy Spirit, which was, so I love this word, we've been recreated. We are created, now we're recreated. And when Jesus on the cross says, it is finished, he said, it is finished. And we've been made righteous. We've been made righteous. That's when it happened. Now, we have the choice to hear the message of righteousness, 
the revelation of righteousness that we've been made cleansed and whole and we've been washed totally. Remission, remission. Our sins have been remitted and he forgets them. Not by, Carrie, not by what you and I do. That doesn't get us. And, and that's why the guilt, so, so that's a part of the lie. It's what we do. It's, it's who we have become because of what Jesus Christ did. And the spirit comes back in and lives and dwells in us. We'll see some scriptures tied around that. So we become born again, which we become the spirit, the spirit of God. The Holy Spirit comes in to live in us. And so it happens now that image and likeness of God, because God is love, comes in and dwells in. Not the love like man has, which is conditional. It's an unconditional agape, God type of love that we've got. And now we have is, is the Holy Spirit, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. You know, and, and so that's, that's what has been recreated and reestablished for us. And so what we find is that what man has done in, in down here in the red line is we have mental ascent. So, so when we were in the fall living on the red line, everything is based upon our sense, the sense realm uh, of natural man. And that is man believes what he, he only believes what he can hear, taste, smell, feel, and see. So we're living by these fives. That's the knowledge of man. That's natural man. And so that tendencies were not good enough. We disbelieve uh, the spirit realm and we really walk in a level of lack. So what we're going to be learning uh, is, is, and what happens, and this is what's coming out because fear does this. Worry and fear poison the bloodstream. It's a poison. So we're going we're gonna to see how the spirit, soul, and body works today. Uh, and we're going to, and, and the thing is by faith in the unseen God that, Je but Jesus, we got to see because he came in the flesh and dwelt among us. So we have that to experience. And, and as we experience the Holy Spirit work in our life by faith, oh, it's, it's just something you can't go back on because when you hear that voice of God speaking to you and know by faith, he purifies our bloodstream. Now that's kind of, that's kind of neat to see. So here's what we're doing is our inheritance, our inheritance that we get in this green line with the Holy Spirit living inside of us is we get victory. We get victory. See, Jesus came to give us victory over Satan, the prince of this world. He came, he demolished him. And, but we, we give into sickness, disease, and death. No, we're ageless. We, the spirit of God, we have eternal life living in us now. And that's some of the, the chapters and that we've gone through in, in previous lessons. And so we got to understand what did Jesus do when he recreated, reestablished, restored us, redeemed us back into the kingdom of God, into his, his likeness. So this is just so, so, so good. And so what happens here is to get what we're talking about, we have to get this through revelation knowledge. It's through the word of God reveals this conversation. We can't get it through mental assent, through, through what I see, hear, taste, smell, and, and feel. 
And no, we have to begin seeing with the eyes of guys, hearing with the eyes, because he's speaking to us. So the revelation knowledge lets us know what, who God really is. And so what happens here, one of the scriptures is, is Colossians 1, uh, verse 13. He has delivered us from the power of that red line darkness of the satanic world and conveyed us into the kingdom of his son of his love, his love, his love. And so what happens is he sent his word. I love this. So he sent his word in, in Psalms 107 verse 20. He sent his word and did what? He healed us. He healed us and, rest, and rescued us out of their destruction, the red line. So, so he's rescued us through the redemption and recreation. And then this is such an important scripture. We hear this, but we may not really know the revelation of this. Or God, God has not given you the spirit of fear. Who's giving you the spirit of fear? The enemy. That's, that's the satanic power that is wanting to rule this world. But God has given, has not given us the spirit of fear, but what has he given us? His power, his resurrection power. He's given us his love, not man's love, which is you love me, I love you back. No, God's love is an everlasting, unconditional love. He loved us so much, he redeemed us. He is our father. Uh, we've been refathered back to our heavenly father. And he's given us a sound mind. And that's a spiritual mind. We have the mind of Christ. Oh, this is so important. And that's one of discipline and self-control. These are other words that are used in 2 Timothy 1.7. Then, for sin, and this, this is a good word here too, in Romans 6.14. For sin over you shall not have lordship. So what this is saying is that sin, sickness and disease and death shall not have lordship over you. For we are not under the law of, of that, but we are under grace, the love of God, the reestablishment of the kingdom of God with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Now, this, this is a scripture, and, and the reason I'm putting this up here is so that we can just tie all of this together in, in one area, because this is scripture that we keep coming back to, and this is a, 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 a foundational scripture of the kingdom of God that just ties everything. I'm never talking to one pastor when, when the revelation of this scripture just came alive to me and really began, been, began some of the teachings that we do is that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so this is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. And this teaches us our identity of who we are and the redemptive process of being new creation. So therefore, if anyone is what? If anyone is what? In Christ. The new creation has come. The old, the old, the old nature, that old nature that we're born into. We're born into that red line, that, <clears throat> excuse me, the kingdom of darkness, the mental ascent. That old nature has been redeemed into the new creation life in Christ. Oh, 
And all this is from God. All this is from God who's been reconciling us to himself through what? Through the redemption of Christ and has given us this ministry that we're taught. By the way, I'm just reading scripture. I'm excited because it's the truth. And so, so this is scripture. So through Christ has given us what? The ministry of reconciliation. This is the ministry that we don't have to live in that red line, that we get, we get righteousness. We get right standing. Righteousness is right standing. We can stand before God, not because of anything we've done, Carrie, but because of what Jesus Christ did. We have right standing with our father. He wants to love us and hug us. So that reconciles that God was reconciling the whole world, all humanity to himself in Christ, not counting. We have the remission, not counting uh, people's sins against them. See, that's the other part. We get labored down with that red line with all the sin. No, we've been remitted. The remission has happened. He's remitted it and he forgets it. And there's all kinds of scriptures talking about that. And that's, that's what the enemy wants to remind us of is our past and our present and even worry about the future. No, it's all been remitted. And, and, and he has committed to you and I and all of us listening, the message, this is the message of the gospel. It's the reconciliation with God the Father. We've been reconciled through Jesus Christ. That is the message. That's the good news of the gospel. This is the entire gospel from Genesis to Revelation. This is what it's about. So, so we are there for it. That's why we're doing what we're doing here, Gary. We are there for Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us and everybody listening. We are God's ambassadors. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled, and then tell other people about the reconciliation to God. God made him, now here it comes, this is, this is really big, God made him, Jesus, who, who knew no sin, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that so he took all sin, which is sickness, disease, and death, he took it all on the cross, so that in him, in him, that trade went on, that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So when I do public teachings and I just love to have the people stand up and I say, who are you? And I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Who are you? I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So what we've got uh, is let's look at this old nature. The old nature, the old nature, the spirit is dead. So, so we, our spirit is dead, but we have a soul and we have a body. And so this is the mental ascent. This is the mental ascent. All we have is the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions. And so what we have is, is this is our soul that's there. And then we have our body, which is our five senses. And in and, and this, it's all about me. As a matter of fact, it, the world does resolve, re, re, evolve around me. And that's that selfishness we've got. And we've got all, all of our flesh, our body. So we have the soul and the body that's really without the spirit, trying to seek the spirit. And we're trying to get healing within the soul and the body. And you know, medicines and doctors and, and these things help. But without the spirit, 
The spirit is dead. We are spirit beings, and that's really important. So let's look at the word of God, which brings healing to the soul and to the body through the spirit. So he sent his word, and what did he do? He healed them. He healed us. And so we have is the new creation in Christ Jesus born again. And when we understand that he's declared us righteous, that declaration of righteousness brings the word of God in to bring healing to our soul and to our physical bodies. We know this. So let's look at this. So our spirit becomes alive because we're born again. We have our soul and our body. So the Holy Spirit enters in and life has come in through, through being born again. And, and the understanding of what Christ did, how much God loved us through Jesus Christ and defeated the demonic world of Satan and rose again. And that's the victorious, triumphant victory that we have in Christ Jesus and we have the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. And so the word of God, uh, he, he spoke and it brings healing to us. And our soul has our mind, will, and emotions. We have our mind and we have the mind of Christ because that's renewing our mind to understand what Christ did and how much God loves us. And again, Carrie, as, as we talk, I'm, I'm a businessman. How did this happen? It happened because I fell in love with what God did through Jesus Christ and, and, and I can't get enough of the word of God. And it became real in my life. And it's not only transformed me, but it's transformed our business and, and every place we go. And so we have the mind of Christ. This is the truth. And then what we have is the, we have the armor of God with the shield of faith and, and the sword of the spirit. And what a great teaching we have uh, with Dr. George Cope uh, uh, that, that has been released. And, and that's just going out there just flooding the airwaves when he talks about the double-edged sword. That double-edged sword is God's word spoken through us. And that's what we're doing right here is, is that double-edged sword does not return void. It penetrates through the heart and the soul of man and brings healing. And so what we have is that's God's will. And we have the emotion as we understand we have our emotions that we've been, we wear the robe of righteousness. That's the whole purpose of God redeeming us and recreating us is so that we can walk in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we have the body with the five senses and all the organs and the flesh we have, and it brings healing to the body. So look at this here. This is so neat. So as we understand God's word is, and, and it brings healing and his love for us and we receive that love and we understand that we've been made righteous through what Jesus Christ did on the cross. When we understand the righteousness of God, the mystery, that gift that we have of righteousness, it, begin, it begins bringing healing to our soul, mind, will, and emotions. And through that, that healing brings through the blood of Jesus, through the healing of the finished work we receive the healing. And so what happens in 1 Peter 2, 24, he himself, he bore, he took on all our sins, sins, sickness, and disease. 
in his body. So he died spiritually. He died physically on the tree. He took the curse. He took all the curves on the tree so that we might die to our sins and live how? For righteousness, not through our doing. See, we, we think righteousness is something we do. No, it's something we've become through Jesus Christ. It's what he did that made us righteous. For right, by his wounds, by all the wounds, by all that blood, we have been redeemed and healed and, and all the sins remitted. The healing comes from what Jesus Christ did. He not only took all the sin, but he took sickness and disease and death on the cross. We need to get that because we somehow, we something, oh, we have the forgiveness of sin. No, he took all of that on the cross, which, which is sickness and disease. So here we are with, with Romans uh, 5.1. Therefore, since we have been declared, declared righteous by faith, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, so it's declaration, but we have to receive it by faith because we don't see this. We have to receive it. And so, so with that, we're receiving it by faith. And, and as we receive that by faith and recognize that we've been declared righteous, then the healing comes to our soul and to our body. Now, we've, we've talked about this, and it's really important that we understand that Satan, and this is talking about the, the fallen Satan here. Uh, what are you trading? And, tra and, and Satan's a traitor by the, in, in, in Ezekiel 28, 16, by the abundance of your trading. When I saw this, I go, wait a minute, I'm in the investment business. Uh, and commerce and, and so forth. And, and the word in some of the, some of the translations it is by the abundance of commerce, by the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sin. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God and has destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of your fried stone. So, so what happens, what are we trading? And what we're trading is we're trading that the sin consciousness for the declaration that God has said, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We want to trade that sin consciousness for our identity of what Jesus Christ did and God's love for mankind to redeem us and recreate us. So here's some of the, the trading that, that we do in, in, in these. What we want to do is we want to trade profitably. We want to trade profits. We want to trade that sin consciousness for the righteousness consciousness. And we want to trade sickness and disease for divine health and healing we get now. We want to trade the rebellion and disobedience of the sin nature, that old nature, for righteousness, the righteousness recreation we have. We want to trade the worry and anxiety and depression and heaviness that we have in that red line living for the perfect shalom peace and joy. We want to trade the dominion of darkness. And this, this is what, what, what Jesus Christ for the kingdom of God. We want to trade tradition and doctrine because it's so easy to get hooked into religion rather than what we're talking about is a relationship. We're children in the family of God. We want to trade the tradition doctrine for God's glory that lives in us through the Holy Spirit. We trade the lies for the truth and freedom that we have in Christ Jesus. We trade that old nature for the new creation life. We want to trade the knowledge of man for the wisdom of God. We want to trade the seen for the unseen. 
when I trade the natural for the supernatural. Because what we're talking about, it, the Holy Spirit, the spirit life is a supernatural life. Because natural is dealing with the five senses. Why not have all the abundance? We uh, trade time because God is outside of time. And when we hear his voice speaking to us, it's like time just stops. When that revelation knowledge just fills us up with his word, it's like, wow, we're outside of time. There is no time because that everlasting, that spirit is living inside of us. <clears throat> we want to trade fear for the perfect love that the Father has through us through Jesus Christ. We want to trade the insecurity for the safety and security we have in Christ Jesus. We want to trade hopelessness for hope. We want to trade death for life. We want to trade shame and guilt for the love and acceptance that the Father has for us. We want to trade lack for abundance. Trade unforgiveness for forgiveness. We trade sin consciousness for righteousness consciousness. We trade that orphan spirit looking for a father for our dearly loved son and daughter, that we are dearly loved sons and daughters of the father. We trade the slavery and bondage that we have to that red line living for the freedom and liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. We trade sickness uh, for health. We trade injustice for the justice that we're not guilty. We're going to talk about this through the blood of Jesus Christ. We have that selfishness. We have my will for God's will, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, I, I like going through this in, in, a, in a talk that I was giving uh, on a national basis to a group of people. Boy, this just really impacted some people tremendously. They go, wow. This is, this is in the Bible. This, this is Colossians 3, verses 10 to 11. And this is our recreated life. For we have, acquired, we have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness, which that renewal is in the soul as we renew our mind and our heart. Because the spirit is, is perfect. That's the Holy Spirit. So as we renew our, not, our mind and that healing comes in our mind, our will and our emotions and impacts our body, um, we, we become in the light. Because did Jesus, while he was on earth, did he have sickness and disease? No, no. He didn't have sickness and disease. He took all the sickness and disease on the cross. But while he was alive and he, he, and he took, he came to die to defeat, to defeat sin, sickness, and disease, and death. He conquered the enemy because that's coming from the prince of this world. That's not coming. God's intended purpose was everlasting, eternal life. It wasn't death. That was never a part of God's plan. But man, through Adam, chose it. And we get to choose it also. Life or death is in the power of our tongue and the decisions we make. So renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you, here it comes, the full revelation of God. So this has got to be revealed through the Holy Spirit, not through the five senses. In this new creation life, your come on, your nationality makes no difference, nor your ethnicity, nor your education, nor your economic status. This is in the Word of God. This is the Bible. They matter nothing, for it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. He lives in every one of us that have been recreated 
through being born again. This is, not, this is only to us who have been born again. So we are a spirit being made in the image and likeness of God. So our nationality is the kingdom of God. Our ethnicity is we're in the family of God and our education is a revelation of the wisdom of God and our economic status is our daddy owns everything and, and we're heirs, we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Boy, that is just so over the top. This is the word of God. I'm, all we're doing is reading this here. This is in the Passion Translation. Now, so let's look at some scriptures that really tie uh, together uh, the righteousness that we've been declared righteous and are standing here. And this is Romans 5, verses 15. Now, there is no comparison between Adam, remember that was the fall, Adam's transgression, and the gracious gift that we experience through redemption for the magnitude of the gift of righteousness, the gift on the cross of redemption far outweighs the crime. <laughs> so the gift of redemption far outweighs the crime. It's true that man, many died, many died for one man's transgression. So many have died down there in that red line living and they faced the judgment without knowing because they made the decision not to follow the kingdom of God and what Jesus Christ did in loving us. So many have died because of one man's transgression through Adam and through believing and trusting the enemy of God. But, 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 but how much greater will God's grace and his gracious gift of acceptance into the kingdom of God overflow to many because of what one man, Jesus, the Messiah did for us. Wow. So, and we continue in verse 16, and this free flowing gift in, imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one man who sinned. For because of the one transgression, we are facing death. We face death. So death entered in through the fall, the death sentence with a verdict of guilty, of guilty. That's what happened. That's why we carry that, that, that consciousness of guilt and shame and fear and worry, because that's what the red line gives us. But this gracious gift of the green line that Jesus brought us into, uh, this gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into the, look at this, into the perfect righteousness of God. Acquitted with the words, this is right in the Bible, acquitted with the words, not guilty. We're not guilty. What a freedom that we have knowing that we're not guilty because of what Jesus Christ did. Just again, Carrie, we're just reading the word of God. So death once held us in its grip and by the blunder, by the blunder of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. So that's the red line. That's the red line. Satan ruled death, sickness and disease. But, but here's a but. But now how much more are we held in the grip of grace the grace and the love of God and continue reigning as kings in life now, enjoying our regal, our robe of righteousness, our regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness and the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. In other words, 
just as condemnation came upon all people through one transgression, through, through, through Adam, so through the one righteous act of Jesus, Jesus' sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads us to a victorious life is now available to who? All. It's available to all of us now. Now. So what have we done? We have just put the fraud fire extinguishers on the sin consciousness through the revelation of the righteousness of God. And that transcends everything. And this scripture became so meaningful to me and it really helped me understand because I used to read this scripture with a guilt consciousness and realize, oh yeah, that's me. This, this, and, and read it totally different. But when the revelation of righteousness is shown in here, it just opened this up totally. So this is, this is in John 15, verses 7 through 11. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. So this is Jesus speaking now. For if I don't go away, the helper, the helper, the comforter, advocate, intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby, Will, will not come. That's the Holy Spirit will not come. So he had to leave. He had to do the redemption and then, then leave to bring us the Holy Spirit to live inside. God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, the divine nature of God lives in us, will not come to you. So he had to leave. So he'll come. But if I go, I will send you the Holy Spirit to you to be in close fellowship with you. And he, and he, when he comes, will convict the world about the gift uh, the guilt of sin and the need for a savior and about righteousness and about judgment. And I said, boy, I got all those. I, I, I got the guilt of sin. I, I, I need a savior. So, yeah. And I need righteousness. And, and, and I've been judged. And I'm just living in all of that. And then he goes on to describe this and about sin and the true nature of it, because they do not believe in me and my message about what? About righteousness in the personal integrity and godly care, because I'm going to my father and he'll no longer, and, and will no longer be, see me. And about judgment and the certainty of, because the ruler of the world, Satan has been what? He's been judged. See, I read this scripture that I was being judged. I was being condemned. I wasn't righteousness and I was a sinner. That's why I read that. But boy, when the revelation comes in that I've been cleansed, by the blood of Jesus, I've been made righteous, and Satan's the one that got judged and condemned. Boy, it changes it all around. He, that red line has been defeated, and we've been cleansed and made righteous. Now, this is a scripture that I just want to bring in today, because the Lord just showed this to me today, and this is a family scripture for our family, but I just want to pass this on to you, because it, it just, it just, we know the scripture of the good shepherd. So this is the Old Testament and David speaking, and we see righteousness in this. We see where his heart is far, far before the cross, before the Messiah came. So the Lord, look at this. The Lord is, now we know the Lord is my, is the good, the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. This is in the Passion Translation. I will always, look at that, because we say, I will not lack. I will always have more than enough. Oh, isn't that great? He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. Oh, isn't that great? His tracks take me to an oasis of 
peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's when he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways, pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of what? Of righteousness. He's leading us along in the footsteps of righteousness. And, I, and this is so, I love the so that. So that, so that I can bring honor to him. So if we don't recognize the righteousness of God and what Jesus Christ did, we're not bringing honor and glory to God in the footsteps. As we're, as we're whining and complaining and agreeing with the red line of sickness and, and disease and death, we're aligning with the words that the, that the enemy wants to speak. But we have been redeemed, we've been healed. And yeah, we may be suffering through some sickness or disease, but we're not claiming that. We're claiming what Jesus Christ did is by his stripes, I was and am being healed. And we rebuke that sickness and disease. And we speak the word of God, so as greater is he, who's in us than any sickness, disease, or cancer, whatever we're going through, so that I can bring honor and glory to God. Lord, even when you, your path takes me, look at it, Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness, that red line, uh, darkness, fear, fear will never conquer me for you have already, you already have. You have already conquered fear. Fear will never conquer me, for you've already have. You've already conquered fear. You remain close to me and lead me through, through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The, they, the comfort of your love takes away what? All my fear. Because when we know that, that God's love lives inside of us, it just casts out and removes all fear. I'll never look at that. I'll never be lonely for you because you are near. I'll never be lonely for you are near. You become my delicious feast, even when your enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit, and you give me all I can drink of you until my heart, my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? Let's just read that again. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit and you give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then after, then afterward, when my life is through, I return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. But that's both now and forever. Isn't that beautiful? Just great, 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 great words. So let's go back to where we started here in that we are new creations. And he sent out his word and healed and healed us and healed them. So what we have again is that life, the spirit is life. We have, we, we have spirit, soul, and body. And we have the Holy Spirit living in us we have the power of the resurrected Christ. Uh, we have the sword of the word of God because the word of God brings healing. It is life. And our soul with the mind of Christ 
We have uh, the weapons of the word of God. Uh, we have, and when our will aligns with the spirit of God, and then we have the robe of right. So we've been made righteous. And what we've done now is we, the senses we have, we see with God's eyes, we hear with his ears, and we taste the word of God, and it is so good. And it brings healing to our body. And with that, the, the whole Holy Spirit just redeems us and is medicine to our soul and to our body. So as the word of God penetrates with his love and the righteousness of God, we recognize our identity of who we are. It brings healing and health to every part of our body. And he said, it is finished. And we can declare with our mouth, because this is the believer's declaration that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead. We will be sozo, saved, which is total healing and redemption of our soul and our body. And for it is with our heart that we believe. It's with our soul, with our mind and our will that we believe what the spirit of God has done in justifying us and making us righteous. And it's with our mouth that we confess and profess with faith, with our faith, our salvation has happened. So this is the real, this is really what, what we confess and profess. And as we've done, Carrie, in, in our past teachings and lessons, is just this believer's declaration. We just did this uh, this week with a whole group that we're teaching with. And it's so powerful as we just say this and speak it out loud. This is the believer's declaration of our legal rights that we have when he declared us righteous. And we can just read this and, and speak it. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I'm restored, redeemed, and, and recreated, recreated back with God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown, the crown of righteousness on my head, and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges, this is somewhere we have right now the legal rights and privileges to use the name of God, uh, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over, look at this, this is important. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. And in our next teaching, we're going to be going into those last parts really, really much more in, in, the, in lesson 40. Oh, it's, it's so exciting, Glenn. I, you know, as, as you keep pointing out, everything is based on the word of God in the, uh, in the Bible. And there's such a distinction between the concept of religion and relationship as you're describing this. And that's one of the reasons why we want to make the believer's declaration of legal rights available to you 
Um, there's a special PDF. You'll see the link here on the screen and you can just go there, download this. It's a beautiful thing that you might want to frame. You might want to keep it on your desk. You might want to uh, uh, keep it near uh, where you're praying and just, just things like that so that it's a constant reminder of who you are in Christ Jesus. Because really, um, Glenn, at the end of the day, that's kind of the ultimate fraud, fraud extinguisher right there, is like the opposite of what the enemy is trying to say about you, is what um, the kingdom says about you in terms of believer's declaration of legal rights. And that's why, as we go through this, it's so important that you understand that you can go back and look at all these uh different episodes of the Kingdom Living podcast, because one builds on the next one. And what you'll find is if you go back and you uh, look through those, you're going to see a revelation uh, and, and, and just how you experience the world from how God wants you to see it, as opposed to that red line living. So again, all these resources are available at the repelminute.com. Everything from the Kingdom Living um broadcasts are archived there to the uh, entire fraud series. It's also a great place. It's got links so you can get your own copy of fraud, which by itself is a great Bible study. You know, Glenn, we've talked about this. Uh, we've heard from a lot of people who will take the 40 bite-sized chapters in this book, maybe sit down and do a Bible study with some friends at lunch or maybe uh, some coworkers that are, that are like-minded, and they'll use that as a tool to help them really work through those 40 chapters. And Glenn, I've even heard you say, it's like if somebody gets this, reads through it themselves, makes notes in the margins, then pass along the book uh, you know, to somebody else so they can get that revelation. But all that information about how you can access that. And of course, Glenn, you've been doing the daily Monday through Friday REPL Minute since 2006. It's kind of a daily reminder that this all accrues to us when we accept our position in kingdom living. It's so powerful, Glenn. Yeah, it is. And the word of God is alive. It's real. And I know in, in just uh, the hunger for the word of God, because it does transform us. Uh, this is real. This is reality. Yes. Uh, uh, and and as, as we begin to accept God's word and what he's done, uh, there's no turning back. <laughs> it, it is just... Uh, it's fun. It beats everything else. And so uh, we just appreciate everybody being uh, and listening. And we, we just see we just see the multiple. And we just praise God because uh, who would have known that, that the message uh, which we're reading the word of God is, is, right. is just is transforming lives. And in the reports we get about people, just a, a conversation I had the other day with a businessman, he's going through this week with him and his secretary, another person's going through, he and his wife, that reading the book on a daily basis, mm -hmm. using it as a devotion, using it as, as a tool. And, and, uh, uh, and again, we've been trained so much many times in religion yeah. uh, uh, because because uh, what nullifies the word of God, it's been traditions and doctrines that we read in Mark, uh, the book of Mark, that there's traditions and doctrines nullify the word of God. When we get released and understand and the declaration that we've been made righteous, what a different way uh, of, of, of growing. It's, it's so important, Glenn. I'm going to ask that you pray us out. And before we do that, I just want to remind everybody one last time, it's the REPL minute.com is the is a great place to get these you can also find repl minute you subscribe to it on youtube you can uh, follow on facebook 
And if you are getting meaningful um, advancement through this, please, by all means, like and share with your friends because uh, sharing, sharing this is a great way to go because it helps move things forward, not only for yourself, but, but the people that you have an opportunity to impact as well for the kingdom. So with that, Glenn, uh, if you can pray us out, that would be terrific. A absolutely. And yeah, please share these messages. Someone uh, just before we came on said, Glenn, uh, hey, send this message to us when we, we get through. So Father, we, we just come to you. We come to you uh, just thanking you and just praising your holy name, worshiping you. And Father, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, uh, who gave he gave in, to redeem us and, 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 and rose again, defeated the evil one and, and rose again and, and declared us righteous. And he said, it's finished. And Father, we know as we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, there's someone there that's got pain, pain in their hip and their shoulder. That's someone that the doctor's report has said that they have cancer. Uh, and Father, we, Father we, just, we just know that your word has said by his stripes, by Jesus' stripes, they are healed. Pain, get out, get out now in the name of Jesus. And Father, cancer, the remission, get out. It's been remitted. It's been taken on the cross. It is healed. Receive the healing now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for your word that does not return void. We just thank you. Thank you for each person here that's listening and hearing your word today. And we just praise your holy name. It's in the name of Jesus that we lift this up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Glenn, and thank you, viewer, for joining us today. We'll so look forward to welcoming you back to the next edition of Kingdom Living Podcast.